0: Hello and welcome back to another edition, a small ball edition of the Warriors All-82 Podcast. Tim Kawakami is on and the Warriors don't have a center, a healthy center
1: yeah, they, for right now. That's like, I always flash back to the Dynasty days when they had six or seven of them and you couldn't figure out how how they were going to play all of them and they didn't. Uh, they had Bergeau and Bogut and Looney and... Damian Jones and all those guys, and now they don't have any of them. It is it is bizarre. If you haven't gone through the which, previous era,
0: which of those would which of those would help the most right now? Because it's funny, Steph said he saw Zaza, yep. who's now in the Warriors front yep. office, in the tunnel post game and asked him if he could play. Zaza said he would pull two hammies, <laughs> but um, Zaza Javale probably Javel. would help the most. He's actually bec- he's actually become an intriguing. Uh, you know, the Nets apparently are, are sniffing around yep. on him. Yep. He, he's he's maybe a deadline ad. Uh, Damian jones not getting minutes in phoenix jordan bell was on a 10 day in washington but just got a cut uh you get the omari Stellman
1: cra- in there right he's available
0: he's available <laughs> i believe he think he might be going to the g league bubble yeah no there are that's the funny thing there are a ton of yep. centers out yep. there including duane yeah, Dedman he's
1: actually pretty good or I, I thought i mean he's not on, on a team right now but
0: yeah, I mean, who knows how good a shape he's in, right? Maybe there's a reason he's not yep. signing. Yep. You know, who, who knows? I mean, there's this idea of Dwayne Dedman, like you're going to drop him in and he's in mid-season form, shooting 37% from three and blocking shots. But um, even if they sign somebody right now, he'd have to go through six straight yep. days of negative coronavirus tests. Yep. And the, the Warriors... Now, I think we could have a longer discussion about the fact that they might need to sign another center long term for depth. But... In this moment, where Wiseman's out the next six to nine days, probably at this point, and Looney's probably in that range too. Steve Kerr said post game he's probably going to miss the next couple games. They, if they were going to sign a center, it would be for now. Yep. And they can't add one now because of those protocols. So it's just going to be small ball for this Texas trip, which is two against Dallas, two against San Antonio. And honestly, I want to – like I said, I want to have a larger discussion with you on the roster construction part of this and how they got to this moment because that's what I wrote about. But also, I think I'm higher on this next – on this road trip than most people about this whole non-center thing. I think they could survive this road trip.
1: Yeah, I mean, Dallas is playing terribly right now, so – I mean, I I don't know what you would need. You just need Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and a couple other guys, and, and you're going to win one of those two maybe if you play well, uh, almost whatever the, whatever the roster construct is, and there isn't a center you really are too worried about uh, with that team. I don't think they're going to sweep them, though, and I don't think they're going to sweep San Antonio. I just don't think that, you know, it just takes 12 offensive rebounds and a half like they did tonight, uh, which is – they gave up, and which is easy to do when Montescano Anderson's the I, one in there yeah. banging. You know, and he's not banging; he's actually getting banged. Uh, that really Important gives you uh, gives them a n- really narrow margin of error because they're going to give up an extra eight offensive rebounds to ten a game. I think in every one of these games, and that's tough. You're giving up all those extra shots. I, getting-
0: I did. Um... I did put a stat in my postgame article. The Boston entered as the sixth best offensive rebounding yep. team in the league. Tice hammers the glass. Tristan Thompson um, hammers yep. the glass. Yep. You know, they got – you know, Tatum will get a few. Jalen Brown got a big and one late where he got a rebound and kind of went up on Draymond for an and one. Um, the The Mavericks are the third worst offensive rebounding team in basketball, and the Spurs are the sixth worst. They have – they have Jacob Purdle who historically has really beat yeah, up. the, uh, the And, he, you know, he might in those little, like, backup minutes. And, you know, Aldridge, maybe Aldridge has a throwback game, although how awful did he look in Chase Center? Um, and, you know, maybe Porzingis has a nice night on the offensive glass. It's possible. But to be honest, if we're just strictly talking about offensive rebounding, they're actually playing two of the worst teams in basketball on this road trip you know, over their next four yeah. games. So. It's somewhat of a soft spot for that. Yeah,
1: least. I agree. I mean, I think they can split it. I, I do. I mean, I don't know if they can look for a lot more than that. Uh, and we saw though again, yes, Celtics are bigger. Uh, their wings are big. Like all, they're all big and i think that took its toll on the warriors like they just were getting leaned on they had to try to you know push and push every possession was a couple of bounces in a bank you know that's where you want to center just to be able to absorb that and the wings don't have to and we saw you know every matchup the Warriors were smaller in and draymond looked little and tuscona anderson looked little and pascal looked little uh yeah not maybe not the case exactly like that against dallas and san antonio but i think it does take it does wear on smaller players and you know you get into those wrestling matches and you're going to lose and you're going to get tired so we'll, we'll see and, and and on the road is different too although we all know it's a little you know it's very different this season but I think these are going to be tough games I just think then the, it's a narrow margin when you can't play a normal or even close to a normal roster and I'll say you know they're going to have to count on Eric Paschal to play some major quality minutes and they he have not gotten right. that in a while from him. They just have not gotten that from him. No. And-
0: he went eight straight games scoring double figures. And it was really, remember that seven-game homestand when they found his role, right? They, they figured out that he was a small ball center. And he killed Canner, and he killed Zubach and, and, and some of those other centers he played. And he looked really energized. Um, and we even had Ethan coming on the Warriors Plus Minus talking about Montrezl Harrell, right? Yep, Remember yep. when well, like, that, he like, right. they that's found right. their Montrezl Harrell. <laughs> well, you know what Montrezl Harrell does? He eats offensive rebounds. I mean, the guy is – his per 36 offensive rebound numbers are absurd. Eric Pascal is not a good rebounder. Eric Pascal's is averaging below three rebounds a game. He had zero tonight. He had zero a few games ago. I think over – you know, 70% of the games this year, he's had zero, one, or two rebounds. And he's their backup center now, you know? Um, He can't be doing that. And uh, he needs to rebound much better, which means boxing out, which means getting in the fray, which means bringing regular energy. Um, And he also needs to score more. He's only scored five or below points in in five out of the last six games. So, yeah, I would say spotlight most on uh, during the road trip is Draymond Green and Eric Pascal.
1: no question and they're undersized but they're gonna have to try to take advantage of that they're gonna have to try to be faster they're gonna have to try to run they're gonna have to you know play that motion offense and try to get the you know they did that early by the way you know the Celtics it was I had a double check like they're playing two bigs Tristan Thompson and Daniel Tice to get like is that possible in the NBA and they take advantage of that on the rebounding and, and, and things like that but you know, the Warriors were getting them into pick and roll, and they weren't jumping out on Steph Curry. So guess what? Steph Curry goes crazy in the first quarter. They tightened it up later in the game. Uh, but they, you know, that's what the Warriors have to do. They try to get these bigger players into motion, but they're not used to jumping out to the three-point line. Uh, I mean, you know, against bad teams, we've seen Steph get that open. But against good teams, we have not seen Steph get open like that. Uh, You just kind of come off a screen and there's nobody there and he's just open, you know, taking a free-flowing three. That does not happen a lot against good teams. And Boston's a good team. Again, they tighten it up. But the the Warriors have to get in that action. They're going to have to just get you know moving around and try to get up and down and we're going to talk about this guy uh, they could use a little bit better play out of Kelly Oubre because <laughs> they're going to play him we know Steve Kerr's going to play him he said it again today not going to change the starting lineup but man when he plays bad they're terrible they look terrible when he plays bad there's just some some guys can just kind of disappear and not have an impact bad or good he has an impact when he's good and he has a major impact when he's bad and he was bad tonight
0: He's a loud player. There's no question. What's funny is I thought the Wiggins bad game hurt him more because they've been so used yep. to good Wiggins games. He's been so consistent that it was like, you know, he missed a lot of his threes tonight, open threes, open which threes. he hadn't been doing. He, he, was, he was above 40%. He missed a big one down the stretch. He, I think he went 0-2 on some big free yep. throws in the fourth yep. quarter. He just, you know, look, if, if he's going to play. 12 games and be really steady in 10 of them and have two bad games, the Warriors will take that, and that's what the Warriors have been getting. But, yeah, you comboed tonight him and Oubre having a bad game. Like, Steph played well, by far well enough to yeah. win this game. Yes. You know, no, it, it it almost stings because he's not going to have a ton of 38-11-8, super efficient. You know, he's going to have good nights. But this was this was one of those nights where you almost have to bank that win. Yep. Um and they didn't. Um and Ubre is the bigger wild card question mark moving forward. But yeah, as as you go on the road trip and you talk about small ball, well part of small ball is like your wings have to play really well, and your two best wings or your two most important wings, uh, are Ubre and Wiggins.
1: And I'll just say you know I think Wiggins was like plus eight by the way, and Ubre was minus twenty five. Again, it's the relative stats. It depends on who you're playing with. Depends on the moment of the game, but. Oubre got drilled in almost every minute he was out there and he's out there sometimes with Steph. So, uh, that tells you kind of where that, where the game turned. It turned in the minutes where Oubre was out there when Steph was not out there. That's that second unit. And it got whomped. So Kerr tried to mix it up in the 2nd half. clearly clearly had Steph stay on for a couple possessions into the fourth quarter. He, he, and then he had he Wiggins got, and Oubre. He got together. Wiggins back in there. Absolutely. Uh, and you know, it, it, it was better, it was better but it just tells you that he's got to mix up the flow extend minutes Steph plays 38 minutes tonight. you know they don't like that and maybe that was part of the reason he wasn't you know he was kind of passing up shots or not chasing the ball in the fourth quarter at the end maybe he was a little more tired than he normally is uh, all these things happen when you're unbalanced when your rotation is unbalanced and it's unbalanced the warriors rotation on balance the centers definitely you know that's one they could have used james wiseman out there tonight by the way Slater. they you oh could have you good. could
0: you could feel his uh
1: the absence of that athleticism yeah. Yeah. and just like and length. guys just Do you, know how many, you know Celtics is yeah. dribbling to the rim and laying it up you know <laughs> that that you know they would have had a, a second thoughts if james wiseman is sitting there maybe he would have fouled them don't know but just that or just like the
0: there there was those like three on two, four on three dives from Draymond, where by the way, Draymond afraid to shoot. Yep. Um, and he's trying to throw the lob over the top. He's like tossed one over the top to like Toscano Anderson who tried to like one hand tip Alley Oop it yep. in and missed and yep. you know, Looney obviously is catching those coming down. Pump fake, pump fake, pump fake, <laughs> pump fake. Now he's out. But yeah, I mean those are Wiseman dunk, Wiseman dunk. And and, and Wiseman's flaws have been uh discussed plenty by us by others um and you know maybe the Celtics are out there and Kemba Walker's getting him on pick and roll and Tatum's you know getting to the rim and getting and ones and maybe Wiseman doesn't have a good night tonight but you can tell where they miss Uh, you know like they there's he isn't just getting courtesy minutes because he's a lottery pick he is a needed a uh, factor in the rotation and an injection of length and speed and athleticism that they don't have they're much more dynamic particularly offensively he has his defensive trouble but offensively they're so much more dynamic um when he's at least thrown into the they
1: mix. have nothing like him now chris if he was healthy would have been something like him you know in, in something you know, athletic and catch the lob uh net without chris they have nothing like Weissman. I mean, again, yeah, throwing lobster. They throw a heads to James. I, I, I tweeted, but I think to, to Kevon Looney, like, what are they doing? <laughs> even, if, even if he catches it ahead of everybody, he's gonna get caught. Like they, he's so slow, he's not gonna convert that. He's not going one dribble, one you know, jump off one foot, bam. That's not happening with Kevon Looney. Wiseman is a unique piece for them, a unique thing. In a game like this, it could have been a wild card thing. Uh, And, you know, he's going to be out for a while. That's what happens. Uh, But they are supremely unathletic right now, except for what Wiggins and Oubre, right? That's it. Baysmore, I guess.
0: Oubre is a super athlete. He's a super athlete who
1: who sometimes you don't want him to be a super athlete because then he just charges into the lane. I'm going to dunk over Grant Williams. And guess what? You are not, because the ball is going to go right back and down the other side for a dunk for the other team. Uh, you know, the-
0: Wiggins is Wiggins is like a glider. Yes, he almost like doesn't want to use his yeah. athleticism as, as much as he does. But uh, I mean, he's yeah. If he's your wing, you feel fine on yeah. your Their their wing is the problem is Their front court's not. I mean, yeah. like Draymond Green yeah. never was considered a high level athlete and clearly just athletically is is not what he used to be. Pascal groundbound Looney who out now but but still uh wants Connell Anderson. I he's mean the like three just, point
1: assassin that guy. He's just spotted. Three,
0: three credited Ron
1: Adams <laughs> uh with with uh helping
0: retool his shot. If he's gonna hit oh. threes, he really is helping if he's
1: gonna shoot hit and hit those, he's playing. He's going to play. Uh, he had a few last season, if I remember correctly, again in you know meaningless minutes, but he, you know, he had a stroke. He didn't have this kind of stroke, but you know, he'll play. He's just not, you know, he's he's really a three. You know, he's what we used to think of as a three. So he's he's playing like got to play big four minutes, kind of like a five, if it's he and Draymond out there, and they're going to get taken advantage by a lot of people with that. Just just the way that goes. But he's going to yeah. play. I mean, they they need anybody who's over six foot six to be playing some minutes out there. Uh, I said this like if Smiley Gish was healthy, he'd be playing ten minutes a game right now.
0: And let's just do it now. Like remind me, I did want to talk about Draymond's road trip, and that's what we can wrap up with. But you mentioned Smiley Geach, so you've dragged me into it. Um, I don't think he would be playing ten minutes if he was healthy because I just don't think he's good enough. Like to me, to me, Juan Toscano-Anderson is a better five right now than Smiley Geach. Eric Passel's is a better five. Draymond Green obviously is a better option at the five. Like you know, Smiley Geach long term, if he ever does develop into an NBA contributor, will be a stretch five but he's just so far away. And, and you know, some of that is because of the project that they drafted. I mean, he was always going to be a long-term project. Uh, Some of that is, you know, it's unfortunate for him that he uh, COVID hit and he basically in probably the most important summer of his developmental career was taken away. Uh, And then he comes into training camp and tears his meniscus in like the first preseason game, essentially Um, like that's unfortunate luck for him. But at the same time, like I don't, think any of us, even if he got an entire summer, expected him to be ready to to roll for a for a winning team, which is so they basically signed on to to, um, in a sense, waste a roster spot the last two seasons um for you know a guy that they thought had had upside we'll see i mean who knows maybe alan stanley just will be a player at 25 but as we've discussed um they need something now out of that roster spot particularly when and they didn't know this at the time they drafted him but clay thompson out for two straight seasons marquise chris now is an empty roster spot out for basically the season Jordan Poole, another guy they got in that draft, more ready than Smiley. He actually, in his last game, gave them good minutes to the rotation. But still, at this point, I mean, he's in Orlando now. He's healthy, and he's in Orlando in the G League bubble for more seasoning. That's an empty roster spot. So, essentially, now you have four roster spots during coronavirus times giving you nothing.
1: Yeah, no, no question. And, I, and, again, it's not our money. Whatever they do, they're way, way, way over luxury tax. We understand every dollar costs a little bit more. And, and tons more, and Smiley Gaethje is on a guaranteed contract. One, the you know, the, the wisdom of first moving up for him in the second round, and then giving him a two-year guaranteed contract—that's a different era for this team. That was a, you know, we've got great a great roster, and we don't need a 15th. Man. You know, the 15th man could just not even be here. Uh, that's a different decision for them now. That feels a lot different. And then once they lost Clay for the season, I was like, I, I would have just said, okay, we no, we no longer can have Smiley Geach on this team because he's just not good enough, and it's burning a roster spot. And if you do get a series of injuries, if you do get a COVID situation, you're going to want a body. I mean, you just, you just, that's why they had six, seven centers in the past because you you run through guys, and they did sometimes run through guys, and it just, you know, you don't. You, you need somebody who can play center. You can need somebody who just give us 20 minutes at this position. And they they have none of them at the moment. Uh, Smiley Geach is a luxury on a team that, that can't afford them. Again, they're not winning the championship this season. They're not going to be even the top five seed, probably. But you want to be competitive. You want to win as many games as you can. This is Steph Curry's prime. You're on television. People are watching you. Uh, maybe some players that you're going to try to get in the future. You want them to feel like this is a winning situation. Every little thing helps, and Smolkeage is a luxury that they cannot afford just roster-wise right now. And then you lose Chris, so you yeah, yeah you you put pull in there. That's four guys. You're playing with an 11-man roster when everyone else is playing with 15. That's uh, that's not good. And, and then you get injuries, and then you're you're really really feeling it. I mean, you know, and, Mar- you know, Michael Mulder right now isn't playing. Barely played tonight. I don't know where he is on the rotation. So now you're basically playing with 10. Now you're playing with 10. And then someone else gets hurt, you play with nine. This is this is a bit of a squeeze. And, you know, someone else could get hurt t- next game. Someone else could, two people could get hurt. And you're riding with Alan money because you gave him a guaranteed money. Well,
0: you know, you know you're mentioning hurt. Might as they had an outbreak. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah, you know, they's, yeah, then you're, you know, they're losing games anyway. But yeah, then you're you're down like seven guys.
0: That's yeah, yeah that's kind of the crazy part about this where, you you know, it's not like we haven't heard of, of a whole position group being, yep. you know, inactive this year. I mean, the Broncos played without a quarterback yep. in week, whatever. Yep. But usually that's because, you know, one person in a position group might have gotten the virus and then there's contact tracing and boom, you know four players all at the same position have to miss a week. Like that could have happened. This is like legitimate injuries. Um do you think again, if they signed a center right now, he couldn't help this week. So this week they're gonna have to survive without it. But do you are you of the opinion that they do need to make a roster move and get another veteran center in that can that's playable. Um, you know, because guess what? Kavon Looney, yeah, it's only an ankle tweak tonight, but like yeah. it's not like he has this, no you know, sustained bill of health that makes you feel confident in that wiseman 19 you know he's gonna be up and down and also like he plays a little bit of a dangerous game going up for crazy dunks
1: and, you know five what's times the most a game. games he's played in his career in a season 20 25 you know so yeah you know he could hit a wall even if he was healthy yeah i, I would i thought they needed another center anyway i mean i understood why they were doing this because they had you know, if they added somebody, he wasn't going to play until someone else got hurt. And but now that's happened. I would have thought they needed another center. I would either smile, or or Mulder, one or the other. And I like Mulder. So I was a smile, Geach, but Mulder's got the non-guaranteed. If they're not going to be playing Mulder, you can cut him. And I don't know. I don't think anyone's going to pick him up. So he can just kind of be there like Chris was, you know, last season. Right. They cut Chris and they just signed him again. Uh, I would say they need another big body, you know, and it doesn't have to be a great big body. It just has got to be somebody that they can get away with. What if they were playing Denver next, right? What, what, what if they're playing Utah next?
0: Yeah. You no, know? it's funny. I looked at their schedule. I was like trying to look for the next like big center center. They might have to deal with. I mean, it's Nikola Vucevic probably yeah. who's like, you know, he actually is an all-star people yeah. don't realize, but you know, you could probably still beat Orlando with Vucevic giving you 30 and 15. Um, but it's not – you know, Cleveland comes in at some point point that and, you know, they actually have a nice little, like, drum in Jared Allen yeah. combo. Yeah. But but they're not playing a good team with a good center for a while. They even get the Nets on uh, the night before Valentine's Day and that's the Nets' weakness, yeah. right? Yep. You know, that would be almost a fun game seeing small ball. Although you'd like to see Wiseman in that yep. mix. And that's the thing. Wiseman will be. And, you know, he he should be back by pretty much the end of the Texas trip. Same with Looney. So, um, short-term problem that they can manage but long-term roster flaw that probably should be fixed and
1: yeah i'd say i'd say going into next season when if they're serious about this they need four centers they just that's the roster construction i would think they would do and have everything else kind of flow from there i don't know how you do it but going in with two going a season with two basically which is what they did this this season uh because chris got hurt that is well i guess chris got hurt in the first game but still you know it just was a very very thin line and they're already all the way through it and you might as well just protect yourself i don't know if they're going to do it this season or just like yeah a bigger four they don't have that big four like even that you know who i can't even think of it right now because most big fours are fives now but just somebody.
0: Yeah, know, I was gonna say like a David West, but exactly. the thing is like if they had a David yeah, right. West, he would be a center. Yeah, remember when Favors thing.
1: was the four, you know, in, in Utah, you know, something like that where you, okay, he's a four, but he's really a five, and then we just kind of slot down that way. They don't even have that because Pascal is not a big four, and he's a and he's playing small ball center. So, uh,
0: well, you know what else, and this can maybe wrap us up. Uh they need a better Draymond yep. Green. Yep. Um he had 11 rebounds tonight which you know his most in a while. Um He had a
1: block shot by the way Slater. Block shot?
0: Two. Two block <laughs> shots. He tied it, you know, he doubled his <laughs> season total. Um but the you know the offense you know he's just in a deep You know, season long. You know, season over season funk at this point offensively. Uh, But on this road trip coming up, he's going to probably be needed to guard Porzingis a bunch. He's going to need to guard Aldridge. Um, He's going to need to rebound like crazy. He's obviously going to have to show that his conditioning is in a better place. And and guess what? All of his most of his rough games this year have been on the road. He seemed to have worse conditioning in those games. He's going to have to do this on an entire Texas road trip Um, while also you know, ratcheting up some of the other areas. Like I said, the scoring. I mean, tonight there's times where, like I said, he's looking for a James Wiseman lob to almost escape having to try to shoot a contested layup, and you're like, dude, you probably just need to take that contested layup at this point. It's not even that contested. It's just, you know, there's one guy in between, and he always wants to make the pass. Um, So, mixed in all that, I mean, look, they're paying him whatever, $25 million. He's their second most important
1: player. He's really needs a nice road trip no question i mean he's, he needs a nice running games and we'll see if he gets it i didn't think he was terrible tonight but uh, clearly there are things he needs to do i mean the, the pushing it is part of it but you need to push it to to effect. you need to push it to get results and you know it's different he has, he's throwing those passes to Juan us anderson in the in the lane right i mean some of those are good passes that is not particularly good uh, and or you know again we're talking about throwing the, the entry pass to Kevon Looney. I just never understand why they do that. They still do it. Um, it's maybe smart basketball except for the personnel. Uh, but no question, he if he could just score six points a game regularly, count on it, six points a game, uh, things would be different. I don't know that they can think that. I I don't know. So yeah, if you're talking about getting two points from Draymond and six points from Pascal that's a problem that's that's a huge problem for them uh, but of course we'd say all this and they lose by four to Boston I mean it wasn't a great Boston game they're kind of you know not so great this season but you could just see right I mean Jason taking them I can go get a shot off when I want to uh, Jalen Brown I can get a shot or, or I can just chase down a rebound and I'll put it back in like they've got those guys and I think that's kind of what you want to see out of Draymond not to get the shot but like I'm gonna go chase down this ball I'm gonna go get it I'm gonna pull it away from somebody which we've seen Draymond do when he's at his best I'm just gonna will myself because that's who I am uh, because I'm a great player and we have not seen a lot of that out of Draymond maybe we're you know that's just not who he is anymore but Boston just won this game because they got better players <laughs> you know period Kemba Walker hit a couple shots you know whatever Tristan Thompson grabs a rebound knocks it around that's what they need. Something out of Draymond Word. I'm Draymond Green. This ball's coming to me. I'm Draymond Green. I'm going to flush this dunk, you know, with a guy on me because that's what I'm going to do. Have, you know? haven't seen that much for, for a while when we've all understood that. But, yeah, I think the Warriors do need to see, they need to see a lot of things in the next few weeks. That might be the number one thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's about to face two guys that he historically likes to face. Poor Zingas and Aldridge. So, um, it will be interesting. All right, Tim. Um, two and two, we're, we're, we're both in agreement that a two and two road trip is probably what not necessarily, I mean, aim for whatever they want to aim for four and O if they want, but two and two to me is a success, at least a minor say success. And, four,
1: and I think the season is just about over. I'm going to say that, you know, Ooh, yeah. over. I mean, it's you know, not over, like, like everybody gets fired. I'm saying over, like they're not going to make the playoffs. I, I I will say that if they go on.
0: Well, remember that there's ten. Seats yeah, yeah, now, okay. So. How, how,
1: i just mean like they're gonna not gonna be a good team. Uh, I know I should have factored that in. Yeah, you know, they could they could be pretty bad and still getting that. I'll just say they're not gonna be one of the top eight teams in the league the way I view it. If they go on four, they just won't deserve it. And I, you know whatever the roster situation, they go on four to go eleven and third whatever eleven and fourteen would it would be. Uh, yeah, that would. I think that would start them on a on, on a thing that we're just gonna say, okay, just try to play your best and get through the season. I really, you know, 0-4 would against those teams, you got to pick off at least one, and I think we're both saying they could probably get two, and they get three. They should yeah, get. If they two. get three. They'll it's get a really two. good. It's a really good trip. So, uh, but and we, we You know, we talk about this endlessly and endlessly and endlessly, and I think 0-4 would be where they make the move with Ubre. Owen oh, four with it is you know they'll start talking about trades they might be doing it anyway but i'm just saying oh and four would be the one that hits them that this is not working out the way that we had hoped and there must be changes they already made the one with Looney for Wiseman, kind of minor something bad on this road trip and i think they're gonna they're gonna do much more stuff than that just because they can't keep doing this
0: well, the national TV audience will get to see this drama. It's TNT Thursday night, and then it's ABC Saturday night, both against Dallas at Dallas, a Dallas team that, as of me speaking, has lost six in a row. I believe they do play a game before uh, that, so maybe it's either one-game winning streak or a seven-game losing streak, but we will talk to you after those games. See you guys.